Good afternoon. Time is 1 o'clock. You are tuned to WEHC Emory and WISE FM Wise. It is Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. And that means it's time for another edition of a Farm Talk with Washington County Agricultural Extension Agent Phil Blevins. And it is Pesticide Awareness Month. We use them often and often wonder about the safety of them. So Phil's going to talk about that with you today. All right, Ivy, it's good to be with you today, and to everyone out there, I want to thank again WEHC for having me on and having this program, and hopefully we're providing some information that's of use to those of you out there, and so, as Ivy said, it is a National Pesticide Safety Awareness and Safety Month, and so we're going to talk about understanding pesticides and their safe use today. You know, one of the things I think that's key to understanding this, um, you may have heard of an individual called Paracelsus. He is uh, sometimes referred to as the father of toxicology, and he said all things are poison and nothing is without poison. Only the dose permits something not to be poisonous, or as we would say today, the dose makes the poison. So uh, I think that's important to understand. And so a pesticide... If we look at it and what it means, uh, you know, a pesticide is any substance that we use to control a pest or to reduce the unwanted or harmful effects of a pest. And so um, that includes a lot of things. And there's a misconception, at least uh, amongst the public, uh, that pesticides are only those things that are synthetic or those things that have been manufactured. But actually, as you, if you paid close attention to that definition, it's anything that we would use to control a pest. And so that includes organic products, synthetic products, or anything. And the fact that it is a pesticide means that it does kill pests, or at least hopefully it does. And so the Environmental Protection Agency on the federal level controls pesticides. And pesticides are classified. They're classified, at least those that would be available to the general public, as either restricted use or general use, and restricted use pesticides uh, are classified that way due to different things. It may be toxicity or it may be some environmental concern. And those restricted use products have to be used uh, and can only be purchased by a certified applicator, somebody that's been through training to be able to use those things. And so, you know, there are a lot of those things out there. There are hundreds of pesticides. And that includes things all the way from things that kill insects to things that kill weeds to things that control uh, diseases in plants uh, to things that control parasites on your dog or uh, things that control uh, other products. Maybe those uh, growth regulators or repellents that you might use in the summertime to keep the gnats off of you and mosquitoes. So... All those things are regulated <clears throat> by EPA, and on the state level, they're regulated by the Virginia Department of Agriculture Office of Pesticide Services. So there's a tremendous amount of regulation that goes into it. And so one of the key things in, in terms of uh, pesticide safety is, is the label that's on the product that you buy. Every product that's sold is required to have a label. And to get an understanding of what goes on uh, with a product coming on the market, all those products, as I said, have to be approved through the Environmental Protection Agency. And this is not a simple process because these companies have to go through 
rigorous research to determine, first of all, the effectiveness of the product and, and most importantly, probably the safety of the product. And so it costs for, you know, I don't have the exact figure, but I do know that with products, it costs millions and millions of dollars to get a product on the market simply through the process of testing to determine those particular things and, and before it can be registered. Uh, and everything about it has to be approved by them. And so uh, then they periodically have to be re-registered. So some products uh, that have been on the market occasionally are taken off the market because upon further research or through re-registration, either they've found things that uh, have that are not either for whatever reason, maybe re residual problems or things like that that they've determined are not acceptable, then that product may be taken off the market. Or it may be that the company decides it's just not profitable. Uh, there's, there's not enough demand for it. And so there are lots of good products out there, and occasionally the homeowner may say, for example, with tomato late blight that we've talked about on the show, there are products <coughs> that are uh, really effective in controlling late blight, and they're very safe. Uh, but because of the expense of the product and the potential market for the product, it may be only labeled in containers that are large enough, that are small enough and to still be sold that will go to com commercial growers. So they're not really sold in a homeowner size container, and that's because of the re regulations uh, or the expense of having those things registered on a federal label. And so if you look at a pesticide label, you're going to notice on the front of it uh, several things. You're going to notice a common name. You know, Roundup's the big one in the news all the time because of the lawsuits that are going on with Roundup. Roundup's just a trade name. Roundup really doesn't mean anything. That's how this particular product was first registered, uh, glyphosate. And so that's how it was originally registered, so that's how people think of it. But... These uh, chemicals for a timer uh, will have a patent that protects that from being manufactured by another company. But then when the patent on that runs out, then other companies begin to manufacture these things in a generic form. And so if we want to be safe as far as uh, pesticides go, uh, we have to know the label. You know, it's kind of like the kid's Christmas toy. Uh, if you want to know how to put it together, you read the instructions. You don't wait till you get done and then go back and read the instructions and have to take it apart and begin again. So uh, it's the label is the law. Uh, it's an agreement between you as the purchaser, uh, EPA, and the manufacturer. And the label gives specific instructions on how it should be used as far as how safe it is, or for safety, I should say, when we violate that label, then we have no standing either with EPA or with the company as far as that goes because uh, that's how it's supposed to work, and research has been done to show how it should work and how much we should use. So if two tablespoons per gallon is what the label calls for, uh, then three tablespoons is not what we're supposed to use, or even two and a half tablespoons is not what we're supposed to use. And so when we do those things, when we violate those things, it messes up a lot of things. I mean, we may not get poison from it. I'm not necessarily saying that. But it changes things. In some cases, it may actually cause the product not to work. 
uh, for example, with plant growth regulators, for example, if we overapply, what we may do is actually cause uh, the initial reaction to be pretty severe, uh, but it doesn't give the plant long enough to absorb the plant, the material like it should, and it doesn't actually work in the long run. Another important principle as far as pest control goes is knowing what you're controlling. You know, if you think you've got a problem in your garden this summer, for example, you say, well, you know, I got here, these plants don't look right, and uh, I think it's an insect, so I'm going to go get an insecticide and control this, but it turns out it's a, a disease, or even probably more dramatic is it turns out it's an environmental problem. Maybe you've done something uh, that's caused a problem in it. Then you're not going to be successful in doing that. And so we always say you've got to know what, that's one of the key things in pest control is knowing what you're controlling. And even if you find an insect, what is it? Because some of these pesticides are very specific in how they work and very specific in what they control. And so knowing what it is and identifying what it is is critical to picking the right product and being able to control what is going on there. A second part of that is knowing the life cycle of what it is you're trying to control. So, you know, it's a whole lot easier to control a ragweed that's just germinated than it is a ragweed in August when it's four feet high and tough as wood. And so knowing that is important because sometimes successful control is only possible at certain stages in the life of the pest. In safe use of pesticides, uh, it's important that we know that. You know, some of the things that we want to do in, in this idea of controlling things you know, prevention is one of the things we might be looking for. Uh, if we can prevent a problem from happening, then that's, that's important. And sometimes pesticides are involved in that. You know, keep in mind, some people like the world to be pesticide-free. And I can promise you the people that are producing our food uh, that are paying enormous amounts of money to control pests in the field would like for it to be pesticide-free because it's a huge expense. Uh, you get the impression sometimes if you listen to uh, some of the people in the world that people do this for fun. Well, that's certainly not the case. I mean, it takes a lot of time, takes a lot of effort, takes a lot of money, so people don't just do it for the fun of it. Uh, but they're, they're critical for our food supply. You know, when you think about uh, in some parts of the world, you know, if you were in uh, the sub-Saharan area, for example, and uh, they have one of those seasons where they have locust plagues come in, uh, and destroy the crops that they have. Um, you know, that's a serious matter. It's easy for me over here in America to say, well, they shouldn't use pesticides, but, you know, I can go to the grocery store and buy food. And when those people are dependent on those crops, I mean, it's really uh, distressing to see that if you've seen any of the videos where they're out there with uh, trying to beat the locusts to get them to leave, and they're just consuming their crops. And so it's extremely important to the world uh, that we have these things. Now we want to use them wisely, obviously. Another goal of pesticide, or pest control and pesticide use may be suppression. You know, there's some things we're not going to get rid of. We're not going to get rid of houseflies. Uh, and so it may be that we're trying to suppress them, or we're not going to get rid of cucumber beetles uh, in the world. So we may be trying just to control them in our situation to keep them from causing damage. In some cases, it might be eradication. You know, how many copperheads do you want in your house? 
you know, how many groundhogs do you want in your garden? Or how many raccoons do you want in your garden? Uh, and so sometimes eradication may be what we're after. Uh, you know, you think about the mosquito problem in the world. Uh, you know, in some parts of the world, they do have to do mosquito control applications to try to keep them under to try to keep them from causing a problem because of the the diseases they carry. You think about West Nile virus, for example, or malaria, probably one of the ones that we're most familiar with. Or in the horse world, they carry, um, you know, several diseases. And so, you know, it's necessary that we control those things. And so everything's not always a pest. You know, if you see a groundhog uh, out in the middle of a forest somewhere, that's probably not a pest. But if it's eating your garden up, it becomes a pest. And so a pest is really anything that competes with humans or domestic animals or desirable plants for food or water. It may injure humans, animals, desirable plants or structures or possessions. It may spread disease to humans like the mosquito or to domestic animals or to wildlife or desirable plants. Or it may just be an annoyance, you know, we're out trying to enjoy ourselves in the backyard in the summer and the mosquitoes won't leave us alone. And so... You know, there are pests that are continuous. There are pests that are sporadic. They may only occur at certain times. And so, you know, anything, uh, anytime you're considering using a pesticide or a pest control method, whether it's swatting it with a, a newspaper or whatever, or actually applying a chemical, you know, you only control the pest uh, when it's causing or is expected to cause more harm than is reasonable to accept. So let's take a little break right now. 